Hello, James here. Welcome to the James Cast. Glenn Power and I are going to sit down and we're going to have a conversation about cars. We're going to talk about this great Austin Healy that he's got in the shop. We're just going to talk about randomness, of course, and we're going to talk about car repair. Cars we like, cars we don't. You know what? This is easily one of the funnest moments in the podcast sphere on the planet. It's PowerWorks. It's Glenn Power. It's me. It's a lot of fun. Here we go. It's the James cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, the one that gets me. And, and so, you know, when we talk about getting cars, you know, roadworthied, and I guess I'm not quite sure what the test is. I mean, we do them here. We do them in the UK. We do them in Canada. Yeah. And I mean, I see some of these guys who are the, the gardener guys, the landscaping guys driving these old Corollas that clearly are being held together with glue. <laughs> and and tape and you know i i mean i saw one the other day and, and I'm, I'm just going I'm, I'm going by it and this whole suspension's gone like the front suspension is gone like clearly the whoever was driving at some point hit a speed bump at such velocity there's no front suspension but they're on the highway driving and i'm going well that can't pass and then i see one shaking and then i i mean there's just bumpers hanging off bump, headlights uh, faded yeah I, I, there was one Paint. that yeah, the paint job. I mean, I got dinged for paint yeah. one year because my clear coat was coming off. Yeah, we can't pass that. You got to go get the clear coat done. I was like, really? Yeah. Like, that is not going to affect the way this Jeep drives at all. So, I don't know, clear coat. Just like, it's like, oh, man. And that, that's, you know, whatever it costs, you know, 1,000, 2,000 Durhams. Uh, you know, maybe I got the discount job. I can't remember. But either way, it was at least 1,000 Durhams and yeah. it took three days and <laughs> got to get it retested. Yep. And yet I see these gardener guys who are driving some of the most rickety vehicles in the world that seem to have passed their test. I don't know if there's just like, there's just maybe one guy who's got a really, really mint condition one that's never driven. <laughs> and then you go you go to him the day before you're testing it, all the parts off of it to get through the test and then take them back after. I, I remember years ago, and I don't know if they still do it. I'm sure that somewhere does it. That you could go to the tire shops and you could rent. 100% they still do it. You could rent the wheels on yeah. the rims, yeah. come in, they go, zzz, 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 takes them off, puts okay, on some nice ones, yeah. gets nice. me past. I mean, talk about. <laughs> what a business. Yeah. I mean, man. You just, you just, the frightening yeah. thing is that it does still happen. And there's yeah. not just one or two, there's dozens, maybe hundreds of people doing that. Oh, it's just not good. No, no, there's no. There's a reason the RTA have limits on tires, especially. Well, it's funny. I was talking with someone about tires and we were, so, I mean, I was just lamenting how much tires cost and I get it. You know, low profile tires, you're driving a Porsche and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and, I mean, I drive my Wrangler and I obviously want decent tires, but I also want, to not have to mortgage my life to put tires on my vehicle, you know? And, and so I'm, I'm talking to someone, they're saying, oh yeah, I'm, I'm four grand a tire. I'm going four grand a tire. I don't think my entire car costs four grand to put tires on it. Like four grand a tire. I'm going, that's 12,000 Durham's. I mean, 16,000, you know, it's, it's for 12, but then you, you get the fifth one. If you got, I'm going, what kind of tires are you putting on your car? And and so then we were talking about tires and and this person said, yeah, they were kind of hassling me about my tires. And I'm going, well, did you check when you got the tires on the vehicle? Did you check what year they were? Because typically you got a three-year window and then the RTA is going to be all over you because your yeah. tires. And I said, you got to make sure 
when you're getting tires that you're looking at the date and they're not trying to move something that's old stock because you, you know you get brand new tires and the next year you go in they say yeah we're, these tires are old same issue for us we had a car and it was a, a grand cherokee oh yeah and basically did a service and gave a report and yeah, it was yeah. like 11k of a report now it's a grand cherokee okay yeah i get that and it's relatively new it's like four oh. or five years old okay but it needed four tires. Uh-huh. And lower <laughs> suspension arms. Oh, no. And the message I got was... Did they pick the lower suspension arms up at the RTA? No, no. So okay. we, we oh, just okay. serviced right. it, did this. All right. okay, good. The message I got was absolute nonsense. There's no <laughs> chance that these tires are needed. They were changed on the last service. Yeah, and yeah. the suspension bushes, I don't have any noise. And yeah. there's no problem. Okay. So what do you do with that? I mean, well, I'd not done the job. Okay. And what had happened is, was it another another shop had done the last service and all that stuff? We'd okay. never seen the car before. Okay, brand new. All right, and it had been in the agency. Okay, up till now. All right. So I said, well, look, I haven't done the job, and you should have had the photos and videos of the issues. Yeah. Can yeah. you let me know that you've got them? So I got back to the workshop. Said, look, guys, what's happened here? And I reviewed the videos, reviewed the pictures. They hadn't been sent. They were then sent and said, look, the tyres, if they were fitted on the last service, the last service was in 2017 because the tyres were like week two, 2017. Yeah. So unless you've not had a service for four years, somebody at last service has fitted tyres that were already three years old. Ah. That's an awkward one. Yeah, yeah. Because then he's got to go back to them and say, what It's really did, awkward because we're like you, in the middle of that then. Yeah, and what can you do, right? And, yeah. and they're going to go, no, we didn't. And I said, well, they're yeah. on the car. And why'd yeah. you do that? It's like, well, the guy's left now and this is, you know, I'm sorry. And yeah. Yeah. it's a really awkward one. Like, yeah. we, we don't like that. And there are garages out there that, you know, I'm sure because of the nature of the trade, unfortunately, there'll be people say, oh, look what this other garage has done. And yeah, yeah, we yeah. tried to not do that mainly for karma reasons yeah, yeah for sure you know, everyone makes a mistake the last thing you need is somebody making it out to be worse than it is but we don't have that attitude and I won't tolerate it because that's not our job yeah. our job isn't to assume our job is to report on what we can see and say that's the issue here you, you whatever caused it if we can tell you that it's due to wear and tear that's fine but we're not going to start pointing the finger right it's just not acceptable. So very weird, very awkward, hard to deal with. And and ultimately embarrassing for the customer as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the customer kind of went off at me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they came on strong. And then you're saying, oh, look, dude, I, I'm yeah. just... And, I'm, and, you know, there's no need to apologize. They obviously apologize. There's no need to apologize. Don't worry about it. I get it. Yeah. You know, who's got 11 grand these days to, to <laughs> fix the car that drove in that morning? Yeah. Apparently with no issue. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason for the pictures and videos and, and to explain what's going on. You know, people just, it's I just don't feel, I don't know where these, <laughs> I don't know where these garages that do that get the customers from because yeah. none of mine are like that. Yeah. I couldn't pull the wool over my customer's eyes. No, no, no. And, and, I, and I wouldn't. Yeah. But I, I, I sometimes think, man, if I left a car like that, if I let a car go out like that, you know, the amount of times we get cars in that all they needed to do was replace the sump plug. Yeah. And what have they done? They've covered it in silicon because oh, they can't be bothered to, yeah, or they've, yeah. you know, uh, shocking. Yeah. But yeah. 
We're going to kick off this show. Let's do it. Potaholics time. Powerworks with Glenn Power from Powerworks Automotive. We're talking cars. We're going we're gonna to moan a bit. We're going to talk about what's hot, what's not. We're going to give you some tips on how to keep your wheels working. And I don't just mean the tires. I mean physically, the ride, and a whole lot more. Powerworks is here. It's Potaholics time. Coming to you from the Rove Hotel downtown Dubai's podcast studio. It's great to have Glenn in the house again. Here we go. It starts right now. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm, I'm vigorously trying to find out whether the probe's landed yet. Or uh, no, no, it's afternoon. It's afternoon. No, not a landing, it, it, is it? It's this or, evening. Orbit insertion. Yeah, it's this evening. It's only around 7 o'clock, I think, is when all that happens. I guarantee you the guy that came up with the phrase orbit insertion laughed and giggled. Yeah. With, with his mate. And, and I only say a man because that's the kind of childish behavior from men. Yeah. Orbit insertion. They just laughed about it yeah. and said, right, we're going to get that on the BBC News website. Yep. Yep. Ridiculous. But it's, uh, yeah, this is, this is, this is really a cool day. And, and yeah, obviously we're, day. we're a podcast, so we're a little bit dated. So by the time you're hearing this, this has already happened, but that doesn't mean that. Yeah. The but when we're like, you know, like Joe Rogan level and people are going back to our back. Oh, catalog. they do. I mean, and this is the crazy thing because, and if you're not listening to this is, this is the, the, the seven, probably the 73rd episode of PowerWorks, 73 pretty much hours of content to go listen to. So dive back into it. It's great conversations. Yeah. There's nothing on the radio. No. And you know what? Increasingly, I don't listen to the radio anymore. And I've got BBC I've radio just run out, in the yeah. workshop. I've just run out of... And look, don't get me wrong. I, I like the folks here. I know the folks in the media here. The news is good. The local news stuff is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But there just seems to be very, very little... You, you know what I interest. You know what I listen to these days, and it's it's crazy. And I, I think it it's the sleeper station in that they're there, they're doing the job, and uh, I I just really like the the way it works. And I listen to the drive show. If I if I'm going to listen to anything on drive, ninety five pulse, ninety five pulse, yeah. And I'm listening to Big Hass. Yeah. And um, they had Posh Anna on for a while, didn't they? Is is it Anna Schofield? Yeah. For, yeah she, for a while with she's still on her and Hass. Yeah. So so Anna Schofield is on with Big Hass. Yeah, yeah. And I'll listen to those. I, I listen to, listen to that driving back to Rack. Yeah, you know what? I listen to those too. And they they have a little chat. They have a little news. That, yeah. And ninety five Pulse yeah. FM out of Sharjah is the station I listen to. Yeah. Now I just listen to my phone ringing, <laughs> and then while I'm on the phone, somebody going beep beep beep. beep I listen. Else is ringing. I listen to our own podcast because a I'm doing them with and we're talking about it. But it's amazing when you listen to them when you're not engaged and and in the conversation. You, you know, sometimes I listen and say, what, a, what an idiot I am when I'm talking. And then other times I'm going, wow, we, we spoke about something that's really interesting. How did I miss that yeah. in the process of being in the conversation? So it's kind of fun. I just think it's just a conversation, right? And yeah, yeah. people can, I like the idea of people shouting at their, whatever <laughs> they're using to listen to their podcast at, saying, yeah, who is this idiot? Could, and also maybe at the same time people thinking, that's a good oh, point. Yeah, I never yeah. thought of it like that. Yeah. Yeah, because you know well, most of my opinions are unqualified. <laughs> I, I had one with Colin today. It was great because he did qualify because we were talking electricity. And halfway through, he goes, "You know, I need to. I need to clarify. I'm not an electrician. <laughs> and any work that you would get done, you get done by your electrician. And I employ electricians, but I am not an electrician. And I yeah. thought, yeah, that's a good one to do. It's good to yeah, qualify yeah. those things. I mean, I, 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 I just <laughs> Colin's slightly <laughs> a lot more intelligent than I am. <laughs> Oh, so we, 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 
for those who are listening on the James cast, you've heard the preamble. For those of you who are listening on Podaholics, you have not heard the preamble, no. which is, is the, you know, and someone said to me, since you post in double place, I said, well, look, it's, it's kind of an ironic thing because I, I obviously have my own podcast channel and it has different listeners than the Podaholics podcast yeah. channel. So I often thought, you know, let's, let's, I'm going to post similar content on both because it's two different groups of people who are listening and I, I, so we do, but the, the James cast has the pre-chat. Do you know what? The best thing about, and, and I'm again, totally unqualified, but this is what <laughs> I think. I think podcasting came from the fact that radio got kind of so sterile. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you would, a lot of people would probably look at things like, you know, Ricky Gervais show as yeah, the yeah, original sure. kind of major podcast. Yeah. You know, people doing yeah, yeah. it at the time because yeah. the word existed, but you know, that was the sort of big one. Those guys were on the radio. Yeah. Their, their whole attitude was what we can talk about off air is way more interesting than what yeah. we talk about on air. You know, there's yeah, no yeah. sponsorship yeah. That, that you have to, you can't mention a certain brand of something because the show's sponsored or there's an yeah, advert yeah. coming up from a competitive brand or whatever it is. But now podcasts are out there and they're all totally, you know, we talk about what we want yeah. within reason, not trying to offend people. But then we've now got an off head, an off recording bit, which is also a bit more interesting than sometimes what we actually put out. So, you know, you've got, like you say, you've got the James Cast to listen to that and the Podaholics for the for, for the core of what we talk about. And, but, and and there's sometimes just other things that we do that just don't fit the Podaholics area. Yeah, and I and and so on on my side, you'll find other shows and other things. Yeah. And, and I got a great one that I haven't done yet, and it's funny because it's uh, it, it needs to be put up, and I just haven't done it. And it's it's a Parmesan cheese conversation because I went to the Parmesan cheese, the Parmigiano Reggiano Association's presentation, and I, I you know I talked with the Parmesan guy. And it's just a great conversation. Probably, it's it's a little it's 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 a few months now, many months, and it's sitting there, and I just have to fill in the blanks with it. But but it, it's such a great conversation. Get it up there. And every time I walk through the cheese area, I kind of think oh, yeah, I got to get that conversation up. There be- must be an international cheese day. Oh, there must be. I got I got it up there for that. Got to get in line with that. Yeah. Google it now. <laughs> the international international Parmesan Cheese Day would even be better. Oh, I bet there is a Parmesan Day. Yeah, and definitely. it's it's you know and, I, and it's funny because every time that I think of this Parmesan cheese. Parmesan Reggiano. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, you know, I grew up on the old craft Parmesan, which is not actually Parmesan cheese. <laughs> and, you know, you get it in the thing and you, you shake it on and, and, you know, or you go to your spaghetti place, spaghetti factory in Toronto, and you, you, you know, you shake on this cheese, uh, who knows what it is. And, and, but that's what I grew up on is this mystery cheese that was Parmesan cheese, which wasn't Parmesan cheese. So every time I see these things, I think, man, have I ever learned a lot? So I gotta, I gotta put that one up. But anyway. Well, I can't find an international cheese day. There's a national cheese day, but I'm trying to figure out the country. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. it's the US. Yeah, makes sense. What what else is going on in the shop? We were having a chat about just craziness, and you know, it, this is the endemic, right? And of the pandemic, it's endemic of the pandemic. Is is that I should go on a t-shirt. We, we were talking? Yeah, it's endemic of the pandemic. We were talking about this actually um, on our last podcast, but just people now have sometimes a little bit more time to get things done. But also, people yeah. might have changed jobs. Their job might still be in a more uh, precarious situation, so they're not getting full salary. There's, I know a lot of people are. I've not heard anybody that told me they'd gone to salary cuts that have okay. been put, put back, back on up. full salary. Yeah. I know a couple of fly Dubai guys that have come to the end of the twelve months with no salary and are expecting a salary for March uh-huh. and have been working, so they think that yeah. there'll be a chance. But of they that don't and, know yet. And haven't been told one way or the other. 
I mean, yeah. it's gone round quick. Yeah. In terms of wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. a year gone, but I know. I'm sure for those guys, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, sure they kept their housing, they kept their benefits, but they're not getting monthly salaries. And yeah. imagine it's like everything, right? You're you're working that job. You've got a decent benefit package, great, but you've also been living off of a certain salary and spending with that salary. So maybe you've got an investment property, maybe you've putting your kids through college. I mean, I I mean, I put my son through college. If I didn't have my salary and if or if they cut it by, you know, fifty percent. I'd be doomed. (laughs) Start doing more salacious (laughs) podcast change to get more money for those who get paid for them. Yeah, exactly. It's the, doing the podcast over by the Rove Hotel Dubai Pool in my Speedo. <laughs> Get a very particular audience there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I won't want to meet most of those people that were listening. Oh, did I drop my apple on the floor? <laughs> Can anybody rub more sun cream on my back? You're in the shade. I need more sun cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure we'd have great followers. Mm. We'd have to have the YouTube for that one. Up, totally. Stalkers. Yeah, stalkers. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> so what else is going on in the shop? We, we've, we had the, we've had the cash guy talk. We've had the Trans yeah. talk. We've had the the issues with what's going on with um, head gaskets. Anything good coming in this? We've got a um, Healy 3000 in at the minute. Healy 3000? Yeah, an Austin Healy 3000. Ooh. I mean, it's, um, it's interesting, actually, because you put something in the notes about the Mazda Miata. And I can remember it, and it's actually in the article, I can remember the Mazda Miata sort of tagline being, it's like an English sports car, yeah, it yeah. just doesn't leak. Yeah, I, they, they, they reference <laughs> it there. And it's so true. Yeah. This, this. I mean, I can't fit in this thing. People were so obviously a lot shorter in the 50s and 60s in the UK. And, and we've mentioned before, it's not for me. I wouldn't own one, partly because, again, I can't drive it, but I, I don't yeah. look at it and think, wow. But I get it. It does its job. It's a yeah. sports car, and yeah. it sounds great. The engine's relatively strong. That that engine in that this it's a the, the C engine. So that engine in there was used in commercial. Ooh. So it's very strong, plenty of torque, okay. and and relatively reliable. But they just it's, yeah. it's almost like they you know to, they sweat. They just they just drop oil oil everywhere. <laughs> so this is actually in for an oil leak, which okay. is usual. Yeah, but it's having a, a modified. There's a there's a modification for the for the crank seal on the back, right. and it's basically instead of having a seal that goes, the old seals were split and they would go on the main bearing cap that yeah. would that would basically hold the crankshaft in at the very end of the back of the uh-huh. engine. Uh-huh. You take that out and and get rid of it, and then you we have to modify drill holes into the block Yikes. behind the crank. Yikes! And then screw. Basically, a, a metal disc that splits in half <laughs> with a ceiling, which basically none of this al- is sounding good to me. It's not great. <laughs> it allows the oil out, but yeah. it's the the the, the, the <laughs> get this right here. It's got to be centrifugal. Oh, the centrifugal yeah, force okay. then obviously throws yeah. the oil back in. It stops it leaking. So, so you're doing this mod for to make this work? Yeah, yeah. So we've. I mean, I didn't know that's what we were doing. The car came in for a rear crank seal. <laughs> I can tell you how many of these I've changed in my life, and it's zero. Okay. So I had no idea. Ben, who's, who knows the customer, who, who was doing the classic stuff with us, said, oh, yeah, you, you do that when I'm busy. I've got this mini to finish. Oh, yeah, no problem, mate. I'll get the gearbox out of that. Now, getting the gearbox out is really easy. I know about that because uh-huh. we've done them. Seats out, transmission yeah. tunnel out, unbolt it from the engine, and you can lift the back end up and it drops out the bottom, and it's, uh-huh. really, it's really easy. easy. Okay, easy. 
Gearbox out in an hour, no problem. Nice. You're you're patting yourself on the back. You're excellent. Yeah. Get the seal out. I think this isn't right. What's this? What's this aluminium thing for? <laughs> Why is there a bolt here with a hole through it, right down the middle of the bolt <laughs> from the head to the tip? Get the instructions out. Now the instructions are written by an English person from an English company in English, and they make zero sense. <laughs> So they could have been in any language. In fact, and and hold on, you're you are a trained mechanic, yeah, yeah. and you've been you've got years of experience, and you work on lots of yeah. different vehicles, and you're looking at the instructions, going, I don't know what this means. on one of the most simple engines ever made on with the, the most simple self-explanatory job ever. You would think, hold on. simplest worst. engine, simple, most explanatory English guy in England writing the instructions. He's complicated. Yeah, and I feel like. They've got their own workshop and they want you to take it in. Sounds like it. Yes. <laughs> the, the worst part is it says on the top of the, the bit that you can understand is in bold letters, sort of like the preamble to the, to the instruction. This job can be done with the engine in situ. However, it's obviously much more convenient with the engine removed. Well, I've already got the gearbox out at this point, so oh. the engine is not coming out. I've got it supported and I'm screwed. Oh, no. The car's on the lift. I'm thinking, oh my word. Anyway, because the transmission tunnel's out and the interior's out, I can stand under the car with yeah. my head inside the car, <laughs> straight level with the crankshaft. It's perfect. But I've now got to drill four holes to 10 millimeters with a 4.2 millimeter drill bit into the block of the engine. I'll, see, all I'm thinking is it's got to be straight. And that's yeah. That's well, precision work. That's what like, the bolt with the hole through is for as a guide. But obviously it's not perfect. And then I've got to tap them out with a with a f- i mean horrible yeah i mean talk about sweating now there's probably yeah. people i'd hope listening to this that are into these cars mgbs c's whatever these all the cars that share this engine that do these all the time that yeah. think what are you going on about? no no they're saying hey you know what i can give you some advice because well you want to talk to the guy who's done this a few times yeah or the gal you never know they, yeah. but who's done it a few times to get her or his advice yeah on okay this is the mistake you're going to want to make but don't make this mistake because yeah. you're going to you're going to go down that road yeah. and you want to do it this way the problem is the painful thing is i know that there's probably a couple of forums i could go online and yeah but do you have, do you have two hours oh it's just life? made Three me shudder thinking about joining one joining a forum <laughs> jeez oh what's wrong with me why did i say that out loud oh he's gonna have a wash um but on, it could be fun to join the forum. No. Maybe the guy who wrote the instructions is part of the forum because you, you want to meet that guy. No, no, that, that's. I, I feel like that's been that must. They must have used Google Translate to translate it to like a different language and then translate it back to English. <laughs> they must have shocking. Makes no sense. I should have brought it in. So anyway, we we did the. I could get some advice, but the problem is, I know, I know for a fact, the first thing anyone's going to say to me is, "Yeah, just take the engine out, mate." Yeah, yeah. Take that's everyone's going to say. You know it. Because and I don't want to do that now because I'm committed. Uh, so, so you're making it harder. <laughs> it's been said. It's been said. You know, you put the engine on the workbench, at least you can line everything up. Yeah, well, I have got a really good approach angle because of my okay. height yeah, and but, stuff. But you got to have the drill. It's going to have to be supported and, yeah. and, and, you know, leveled. And yeah. that's why you have a drill press. Anyway. I, I'm, you know, anyway. Yeah. Okay. It is what it is. But the cool part of it is where the gearbox bolts to the engine, so the bell housing and the gearbox, there's a back plate on the engine to stop uh-huh. it seizing and yeah. and to allow for the adjustment of different clutch size, different flywheel, whatever it is. So because this seal is now 
external effectively and it has to split. We had to machine the back plate. Oh. And the guys next door but one to us have got a water jet CNC machine. Oh, okay, good. And we put it on there and it was amazing. All right, nice. Really, really cool to watch. Got a video for the customer because uh, he'll, he'll enjoy seeing that and it was really cool. Like, just water. And the steel on this is an inch thick. Wow. And just blasted through like 40 seconds to wow. the whole thing. Wasn't perfect because again... So the person that wrote the instructions got their child to draw the template. <laughs> oh, no. However, this is the best bit. They drew the template yeah. on the back of the instructions. <laughs> so you need to cut the template out to draw around it to cut it. And then, and then the instructions are gone. But with the whole cut out, the instructions yeah, so you got to be At least sense. now you can take a picture of it with your phone. Yeah, well, what we did, we just did a photocopy yeah. and did it, but it, it wasn't, they needed a technical drawing, which we didn't yeah. obviously have for that. So, yeah. But it was great, yeah, watching that on the CNC. So that's been this week's battle. Yeah. But nice. it's been, you know, a change is as good as a rest. Yeah, yeah. But when you go into bed at night thinking about Austin Ely's, <laughs> it's time to, you know, it's like I woke up the next day and I said to Amy, I was like, where's my cord trousers? And she looked at me. <laughs> you haven't got any. It's like, slacks? Have I got any slacks? No. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I'm turning into the Austin Healy guy. No, they, I mean, I get it. They're a great car. Yeah. They, they are for what they did, the job they were set out to do. You know who needs one of those? Is uh, Jordy Bird and her husband with their, their kill whatever castle, Kalani Castle. Oh yeah. They need an Austin Healy sitting right yeah. in front of them. I mean, this one's pretty racing green. Even See, it would be perfect. Joey would love it. Yeah. It's covered in chrome. There you go. And he's got, he's got chrome <laughs> logos on chrome. <laughs> Grills so, and so here's a good one. Let me tell you a Joey story. And I get it. I get, so Joey's into rockets, right? Him and his buddies are into they they they're really working towards uh, suborbital uh, suborbital um, flying. They're they're into flying, so, yeah. And so they're experimenting with rocket engines, but they're using little rockets to just try it out, right? And so I'm thinking about this. Okay, rocket. You know, they're they're doing this in Canada in the winter, and so they've decided they're going to try and go do this launch of this rocket to test out this new engine on a frozen lake. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm thinking heat, mm. <laughs> rocket, and I get that the lake is empty, but I just have visions of melting the ice. and Because yeah, they don't set off <laughs> for a while. <laughs> now, one of, the, one of the guys mm. is an engineer, so clearly yeah. he's, but, but is he an ice engineer? I don't think so. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> thought this through. Then I thought maybe this is their, their attempt at ice fishing. And yeah. drill in a nice yeah, big yeah. hole, and then it's if they do it at night, they get some light from it too, so then they can attract the fish to the hole. But and that's you know this is I mean, Joey we're talking about. So it's a it's an elaborate way to <laughs> make a hole. I mean, chainsaw would have been fine. <laughs> but I just thought, how far out are they going on the ice? And if they're trying to go in the middle of the lake, this could be precarious. I know it's cold, but it's not that cold. I mean, precarious <laughs> is one word. <laughs> I mean, I'm not getting involved. I don't want to say anything here. I know you don't, because you don't want to meet Joey. I'm just going to get abused by Joey. <laughs> Maybe physically when I make it to Canada. He just keeps sending the uh, the, the messengers of things. <laughs> I don't know. He, he has some weird reference to something in the other day's message. I have no idea what he was talking about. And he was driving, and I was just like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> I was like, something on the right, something on the left. I'm, I'm, he shows, oh, look at that on the right. Look at that on the left. I'm going, I don't see anything on the right or left. Like, what are you seeing? <laughs> 
but it, but you're you know the obsession with chrome is is a is is purely a good obsession. Chrome's cool for a rocket, I feel. <laughs> They're not. I think the rockets are blue. Uh, you know, Beyond Blue is the name of the organization. Cool. So yeah, yeah. No, no chrome, but there should be chrome on it. Yeah, I like, I like the idea of chrome for a rocket. Doesn't Elon Musk have a fully chromed rocket? Far away. Never <laughs> <seen>. <laughs> there was a, I, I was thinking about the Chrome issues. And as you were saying with the Austin, it's full of Chrome. As I was behind a Hyundai yesterday and the, uh, the folks who put the Chrome stuff on the, yeah. on the bumper had actually, it wasn't just a solid piece of Chrome. It was indented. So it would really catch the light. So no matter where the sun was, you were going to get it in the eyes. And I thought, man, these guys are good. I just like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just went. Uh, that's taking it to the next level. Yeah, well, of they've obviously, you know, they've they've bought shares in like Ray Ban or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd like to ask the people that put the, the Land Cruiser um, scratch guard on the back bumpers oh. that's Chrome that has Land Cruiser indented <laughs> into it. However, you can't see that whilst driving behind the car. What you can see is the upside down back to front reflection in the bump in the, in uh-huh. the uh, tailgate. Uh huh. So to me, it would have made sense to put that the wrong way around so yeah. the reflection made it read right. Well, I think that was probably the intention, but they, the intern was working on that and the intern wasn't thinking. Details. And then, and then by the time they'd spent, you know, $2 million on, <laughs> you know, having enough of these for the rest of life, yeah. they realized, oh. Details. Yeah. It's those little things. You know, the interesting one is, that, what did I see the other day? It was, it was, a, it was a mini, a new one. So it's, it's a BMW. And it, uh, when you open up the door, it, it put mini, you know, with the light down yeah. on. And I know that was really popular at one phase. I thought that it sort of phased out, but I guess it's still really popular with cars down. Yeah, the, the, um, I don't know why we'd want that vanity lighting like that. Some of them, they, they, they come like as, as standard. So a lot of the Mustangs now. Yeah, the Mustangs the have horse the nice and, horse. And the horse actually gallops, yeah. It's got the. <laughs> Does, it's, it doesn't move? Yeah, it's a moving one on the floor. On some of them, believe it's it's a Mustang, right? So it's yeah, it's a Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, everyone's obviously seen the, the the Super Bowl and and stuff, or knows what happened, and if, it's the ads, and and some of those ads really aren't ads; they're they're reputation devices. For, yeah, and the uh, Jeep guys had an ad with the couple minutes long, like it's it's a statement. It's not an ad; it is yeah, a yeah, statement. Yeah. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting. They had Bruce Springsteen kind of doing the narration and, and the boss is, is there. And, and you know, the boss is the boss. I mean, I, I remember when he started out and I, I mean, that, those were good years and, you know, born in the USA and, yep. and the list goes on and, and he's doing the narrative and, and he, uh, he drives a Jeep, but an old one. <laughs> it's like, it, it is a nice old Jeep with no roof on it. Not, not I mean like eighties, I think, I think it's a, it's a, a CJ from the eighties. Okay. And, but what a great, what a great ad. And you just keep seeing this Jeep every night. I mean, you know he's in the Jeep because I don't think they ever show the grill. I'm, I'm pretty sure you never see the grill. I think maybe once you see profile shot, but most of the time it's just, you know, him, him and the steering wheel. Maybe you see something on the steering wheel. I have to watch it again. But it was just, it's the shape. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it's the shape of the vehicle. It's the roll bar, ca- it's the roll cage. They all kind of look the same on a Jeep. So it was a really good ad. Not many cars, there's not many brands and and. and models that can do that anymore no you know there's none is there really like yeah 911 <laughs> you can yeah yeah beetle which has stopped yeah unfortunately the wrangler yeah. can't do it with a defender anymore no no um can't even really do it with a range rover anymore no nope. it's a stretch really yeah, yeah no they've really changed and, so. and i thought for an advertisement 
with the Jeep because it's really not an ad. But the yeah. whole thing is it's not even a new vehicle they're using, right? Like this is his old vehicle. Yeah. I thought, that's kind of cool. And yeah, what's that you tell know, you? Sure Jeep enough, is a Jeep. 40 years going. Yeah. If it's an 80s one, oops, yeah. possibly 40 years old. Yeah. Jeep is a Jeep. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's two minutes. And, and what was the what was the tagline at the end? Because it, it really centers around this reuniting. And, and oh, that, that maybe that's it. United America, United States of America, reuniting the States of America is, is the theme. I thought, oh, there we go. Back in onto the uh, whole yeah. election. Yeah, reuniting. It should have been. They should have just been like, who cares? We're going at it. We've just spent $15 million <laughs> on this advert <laughs> just for the time, let alone the production cost. Yeah. So the end of it should have just been buy a Chrysler, don't buy General Motors yeah, or Ford. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Just, you know, we Or buy, buy American except GM and Ford. Real America yeah. is us. Chrysler. Yeah, Chrysler, real America. Yeah. And everyone remembers K car. So, you know, it's like. Should have done that. That's what they should have done. That's what they should have done. You know. Just yeah. get sued, which isn't fair. <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with just saying, no, come yeah. to us. Like, well, we're, we're better than them. Because if you don't think you're better than them, what's the point? Yeah, actually, I got to I gotta look back at it because I'm wondering if they put some Easter eggs in. And that's, uh, I always think, whenever I hear that term, I always think Imtishan Gyato, right? Who, who, by the way, you know one of his favorite cars? Mazda Miata. He owned one. I've yeah. never, again, can't fit in it. So, yeah. no opinion. But, so, in this this ad for Jeep that's during the Super Bowl, that's two minutes long, that's not really an ad. He, at one point, he's walking away, and I'm wondering, I got to take a look at it. I'm wondering if it's a little bit of an Easter egg to the Born in the USA album cover where you've got him standing with... Oh, is know, it a cap in his pocket or something? Yeah, so it's, he's, he doesn't have a cap. It was either a cap in his pocket or a handkerchief with yeah. the American flag. So I'm wondering when he's walking away if he's got that. But he's got a coat on because it's winter. So, But I have to take a look and see. You know, then some of those little Easter eggs, which, yeah. which if I was making this kind of a thing, I'd be throwing those all over it because it's Bruce yeah, Springsteen, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, born in the USA. <laughs> like that's yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing, actually. If, if you were to play the whole name association, word association, anyone said Bruce Springsteen, but after the boss, you would say born yeah. in the USA. Yeah. And like, if that's the subliminal thing of the, of the whole reason for the campaign. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, it, it speaks obviously to a generation, and I guess that's the generation that are the people who might have voted a different way. So yeah, Jeep made by Chrysler, owned by Fiat. <laughs> Very American. <laughs> Although, it's, you know, you know, Italian immigration into the US. Yeah, there we go, you see. Yeah. As good as it is. Yeah, so that's I it. Suppose, that's it. Why you, not? One of the things, and as we were talking about Mazda Miatas and other things, I mean, I, I know a fair amount of people own convertibles who don't really use them too much. And I'm wondering, why do they actually own a convertible? Like, mm. And are the are the automakers really making them? Now there was we're here at the Rove downtown. As I drove in, and it's still sitting there. There's the Bentley, a new Bentley, yeah. whatever that is, convertible. That I thought, wow, that looks really nice. And I wonder if they actually put the roof down and drive with it down. I hope they do because it looks ugly with it up. <laughs> I don't get a soft top on a on an yeah. expensive car like that. Well, then there was that whole whole what in somewhere in the late '80s, early '90s, where they the Landau roof. Yeah, yeah, which looked like it was a convertible roof but he wants no convertible yeah. like why would you get that but i wonder if people just don't i mean the idea of a, everyone loves the idea of a convertible and then it's like oh why do i want a convertible i think here you have i mean for you james you mean you, you probably i don't get, you probably get 10 months out yeah, of it. yeah maybe I even do. 11 you'd probably just be like 
June, July to August kind of time. I, I'm good till it's 38 degrees, anything over 30. So 30, I can do 38, 39. <laughs> as soon as we hit 40 degrees Celsius, I have to put the yeah, roof Yeah, but on. you know, the, the, the aerodynamics of them these days yeah. with the, with the, you know, the diffusers on the yeah, back and yeah, everything, yeah. you can actually still use the AC on the modern stuff and yeah, still yeah. feel the AC. Yeah. So you probably get 12 months out of yours I, just with a hat on. You know, I, if I if I just put in the window because I've got half doors right, so if I put in the windows on the driver's side and passenger side, I could probably leave it off on the back. Yeah. So I'll, I'm, I might try that this year. Yeah. I might try that. I gotta take a, I gotta take actually my my half door things. Okay, there's a fly in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like where did I've this had fly it a couple come of times. <laughs> I'm worried that I'm gonna open my mouth. It's gonna fly in. It's like <laughs> protein. <laughs> but I I think I gotta I either gotta get my roof replaced. But every time I look at the roof, you know, the soft top roof getting replaced. No one ever shows the half doors things that you can mm. buy the half door inserts because I just I don't need the insert. I got the half door, but it, it also needs some new plastic on there. And I never see anyone selling those. I haven't really investigated too hard, but I know I can take it to the guys, your guys, yeah. and they can cut them out and sew yeah, some new ones in. Yeah, them in. Yeah, which might be the way to do it. It's so the way. And I think they zipper in and out. So that actually should probably be pretty easy because it's on a zipper system. So they should be able to just yeah zipper out. But you know the thing is. I kind of look at it and kind of go, if I put those windows in, does it really take away that feel? <laughs> <laughs> but when you have to drive with, you know, a, a, you know, five liters of water on ice because you're <laughs> totally dehydrated by the time you get to where you're going, yeah, it's uh, it's a big issue. So yeah, no, the convertible thing is is is, is a strange one because yeah. I know a lot of people that have had them and been like, well, look, I can't have one in the UK, which you can't. Yeah, yeah, you get, get like it. if you total the number of days. You know, like in the UK, if it's not raining and the sun's out, it doesn't matter if it's minus 20. <laughs> Everyone's out with the roof down. In yeah, the UK, you'll yeah. see people with driving gloves, scarf, hat, balaclava, everything. Yeah. Roof down. Yeah, I get Going it. for a drive. I get Because it. they've got the convertible and it's like, oh, I've got two use years and it's the first day it's been sunny. <laughs> so I understand. And it's cool. Whatever. But is there really... Maybe California. Yeah, maybe. It's probably about... Hey, I, you know what? I was in California, and I had... We'd rented... We didn't have the kids with us. And we, we said, you know what? We're just going to spend some money on this rental. <laughs> At the end of it, it's like, well, we can get the you know the super subcompact for next to nothing, but we're in California. So we, we ended up getting a Mustang, oh, which nice. which was great. Red Mustang, convertible. Yeah. I had that roof down every possible opportunity. Yeah. But there were a lot of people in, in convertibles with the roof up. So it's like... Well, what the heck? Is it, is, is it a novelty thing? I think, I think in a sense, it's kind of like we're going on the... You know what it is? And and it's guys like us with short hair, not an issue. You get the ladies in there, even though there's great aerodynamics, yeah, their hair's yeah. still going to get blown around a little bit. And they're going, I'm going to get to the office. My hair's going to look like a mess. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, yeah. And I can't have that. So I got to keep the roof up. So yeah. you, when do you put the roof down? When I'm going to wear a hat on the weekend or... It's weird why manufacturers still make them. Yeah. Well, like the, the EOS the EOS at VW was a fantastic car. We had some troubles from time to time with the roof, and a lot of that came from the fact that the roof was made by a specialist company in Portugal next to a factory where they put the EOS together. But mm. they, they 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 weren't... They were designed and everything with VW, but they weren't made by mm, VW. That's an issue. So the, the early repairs on them were a bit, you know, of a head-scratcher. We had a few <laughs> cars we probably talked about before where we had problems with... You know, leaks and creaks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But after a year or a year and a half of that, there was no problems with them, and they were very, very good. And one of the things that we did used to say to people is, "Look, you really just you just need to use it." Yeah, well, that's it the needs other thing. to be used. Those seals need to be moved around. And but what are you going to do in like 
You know, you tell someone, look, when it's not raining, try and use it. Yeah. January comes around and it's like minus six and then they yeah. open the roof because it's not raining. Yeah. And the, the, the ice tears the seals apart. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, excellent. <laughs> yeah. So, but you, you know. told me to. Yeah, you yeah. told me to. Yeah, you know. So it's, it's yeah. just, it's a difficult one and I don't know. I mean, I remember, I remember Porsche doing a, a few years ago now, they did a lightweight, boxed a spider Ooh. and it was an awful roof it looked like one of those sort of tent roofs okay like a tent and you could see the bracing and it was a stripped back lightweight version there was no ac no electric windows everything was like super lightweight to make it perform well yeah. and handle well which uh, yeah. it did by all accounts but the roof looked shocking yeah. well that's in this whole love of the convertible, and when you think of some of these other cars that came out, and and we see them with Beamer, the BMWs had them, Mercedes had them, with these solid roofs that kind of, you know, had yeah. hinges, and they would go in the back, but they'd put it up, and it looked like solid roof. Yeah, yeah, which is what I'm I'm all about. That one, I, I think, think they that, look quite cool. Or like the Trans Am did, you get the T top. Yeah, the Targa Porsche is the one for me. Yeah, I like the Targa, the T top there. Of course, those things always leaked forever. But yeah. the root. But I mean, doesn't that look cool when you got the? You just pull those off and throw them into the back. Of course, then you can carry nothing else in your vehicle. But <laughs> nobody can get in the car. <laughs> you stop next to an attractive uh, person, lean back, arm on the steering yeah, yeah. wheel. They want to yeah, get in. They like, can't. Yeah, forget it. Sorry, I've got the roof in the back. And that's sort of the answer to the. And, and even on my hardtop Jeep, because you know, of course, you got to have one of each. I, you know, it's got the hard panels and do we yeah, ever, yeah. it's four door. Do we ever take the entire roof off? We took it, we've taken it off twice. Take that. I mean, that's old school. This one, it's heavy. Yeah. So <laughs> first of all, you, you say, I'm going to take the roof off. Excellent. So you need four people and it's, it's fine. It's only 12 bolts. It's easy, yeah. but you, you got to get it off. And so a, you got to lift it off. It's heavy as anything. And then yeah. once you've got it off, you're kind of going, where do I put it? That's <laughs> <laughs> your parking space. Taken yeah. Up. You suddenly look and going, Oh, I didn't really think that through. Yeah. And then, if it starts to rain and you don't have those four people around or it gets really dusty here and you don't have those four people around, how do you get that roof back on? Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Instantly like sort of re remorse of, Oh, oh I shouldn't have taken I've it just off. taken this off. I've got to get it back yeah. on. Yeah. And so we always just take off the front part. Right. And that's excellent. And since it doesn't yeah. rain much here, you know, it's, it's nice and old and I, yeah. I can see some of the seals are. This Carrera Tog is yeah, it's fantastic just a way to piece go. of design. Great, and and the, and the sort of the new one and, and electronic folds away under the back. I see. That's Great. the way to do it. Done. Yeah, electronics are the bane of existence of cars today. Actually, and it, it's it's this is a cool one. So the uh, well, it's not cool actually. The 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 Ford F one fifties are being put on hiatus not because people aren't buying them, but because of the computer chip problem. And I I thought this was going to go away, but manufacturers. There is a global shortage of the computer chips that are being used in cars today, and they're struggling. They're struggling because there's so much electronics. And who would have? I mean, can you imagine when you were doing your apprenticeships? Would you have imagined the day that the production line would get slowed down or put on hold because they couldn't get enough technology? No, and, and I mean, one of the problems is these days that, that and we kind of just mentioned it with the EOS roof. People forget how very little of the vehicle components are produced by yeah. the assembly factory. Yeah, exactly. Very, very few these days. They just all get delivered. All of the electrics, you know, yeah. like you go and get in a get in a Mercedes, it's got a Bosch control unit, and the exact same Bosch control unit is in a VW. Yeah. 
and, and that's just the way it is, you know? That's obviously yeah. different software for different operations, but the same body, the same everything inside, just in a different configuration. And 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 it and it's it's a bit like with the whole PPE issue in the UK yeah, when, yeah. when the when the um pandemic was accepted that it was happening in the UK, it's like, oh, got no masks and we've shut the borders. Where do we get our masks from? Oh, China. Oh, excellent. So they're not sending anything out. Yeah. What do we do? We can't make our own. Now we can. But yeah, yeah. You've got to retool everything. You know, like, what do you do? Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you go and buy a car that's 20 times more expensive than, than anything else because it's made by a guy in a shed in, yeah. in the woods in England yeah, yeah. that's like a purpose-built to-order car? Well, no, you don't. Because he doesn't make an F one fifty with a huge towing capacity and and you know, so Ford need to wait for the the chip. Yeah. So they stop production yeah. because otherwise, and it's, it's not just them. This is the one that got oh, me. Yeah. I'm reading about it. It's like all the manufacturers. Yeah. F one fifty is a big one because oh, they could yeah. probably figure out that issue. Yeah. With supply, but ultimately, as as cool as they are, it's a workers' truck. Yeah. The whole. I mean, I've you know I've seen. I've seen US TV with the whole the way that the, the way they're advertised. They're advertised as pretty much like the transit is advertised in the UK. It's the working man's van. Yeah, you know, and they're they're shameless in that almost. Yeah, you know, even not to the point of being sexist, but it's the whole probably for want of a better phrase in twenty twenty one, the working man's van. Yeah, yeah, it's the van that you know that this is this is for a workers, and it's got to be at a good price point, and it's got to yeah. be easy to fix, and this and this and this. So they can't go out and say, okay. Get Samsung on the phone and see what they'll charge us for this chip, because they'll probably say, "Let's redesign it." Yeah, we'll do it this way, and it's going to cost this amount. And you're going to have to put an order in for this many, and it's going to yeah. take us three months, and it's whatever it is. It's got to, it's got to have these manufacturers saying, "This is something we need to be doing ourselves." It's got to have them saying that. Yeah, I, I, it's strange. People like VW, who have put a lot of money into all these, they've invested in battery production and solid state batteries and they've invested in Chinese automakers mainly to get the production capacity, I think, right. rather than actually yeah. build cars for Chinese makers. But, well, make your own yeah. chips. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the whole diesel issue, you know, that was Bosch management. Yeah, yeah. Bosch management systems on there instead of, you know, yeah. do it yourself. Yeah. You know, do, I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's probably not as easy and there's probably memorandums of understanding and agreements made sure. and handshakes made and stuff like that. And but but I, I, I'm like standing there and I'm going, it's not the Teamsters that are getting in the way of, of the automobiles coming off. It's not the fact that people aren't buying the cars. It's not, it's got nothing to do with anything really, except we can't get the microprocessors. I'd have said, just stop making the flex, but they've yeah. already stopped making that. No, I, I saw one of those flexes the other day again. I said, oh man. <laughs> I, and in fact, I, I, the, the lady who was driving the flex almost backed over me. It was uh, kind of good. Well, I was out on the scooter. Put you in the back, it's a hearse anyway. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but but it, uh, as I stopped in awe and I was just looking, she, so so it was it was funny because they're backing out and they, they'd pulled in and then they backed out and I was with the scooter with the dog and I was coming close. So basically they were going to back over me, which is fine though, because I was too busy looking at this fabulous car. And then I stopped and I'm sure they thought because, oh, he stopped over beside the car. He wants to give us peace of his mind. But I'm just admiring the car and, <laughs> and this big chrome on the back. I'm just going, oh, I love that car. <laughs> and so then as I slowly go by, they, they open the window. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I'm going, and I'm for a minute, I'm thinking, 
what are you sorry for exactly? And then they go, oh yeah, because you almost backed over me, but really you didn't because I was looking at the car, but I didn't tell them that. So but, yeah, I mean, but seriously, you're, you're right. It's like, man, this is how- It's an F-150. They're like hot cakes. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs an F-150. Come on, Imtishan traded in what he was driving, traded in his Ram for a Raptor F-150. Mm. I mean, there we go. Yeah, well, it's, it's... Third generation is coming out right now. Apparently, they're sweet. It's a, it's a time to maybe think about the whole... Yeah. Just localize your production. Yeah. Be as self-sufficient as you can it's be. It's totally opposite to where we've gone. You know, we're on on-time deliveries and, 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 yeah, it's time to rethink things a little bit. Yeah, I think so. And I think I'm, so. I'm sure they're saying that in head offices. We got to rethink this. But, we, but you know, we talked about the whole Jeep Super Bowl thing. And, yeah. you know, I mean, imagine if, and we'll use them as the example because of what we talked about, Ford. Next year's Super Bowl, Ford's advert is every component of our vehicle is made in our factories in America. <laughs> well, every single person, yeah, certainly of a certain persuasion, is only going to buy a Ford after that. Yeah. It's going to cost you a little bit more, but you're paying, you're, you're supporting America. 100%. Oof, it might not be possible. Who knows? You know, that, that, but, but, but maybe there's... They head, they head up to the Rust Belt and they just start retooling factories and things. And, you know, you start saying, hey, we got we to gotta put America back to work. Yeah, well, you know, yeah we're, we're reopening Detroit to build computer chips. Yeah. And we're reopening this factory in Detroit to, build to seats. produce tires. And this yeah. factory in Detroit is going to, you know, whatever yeah, it is. Like windows. And we're going to do window laminates over here. And you know what? We're going to train people to do this. And... It's, it rebuilds. I know. I know. There's, there's reasons that we, there's reasons that we don't understand for it not happening. Yeah. Some of them political. Some of them, I'm sure, economical. But, but imagine it. I, I am imagining it. I'm just thinking that's a win-win. Yeah. You know. That's what I mean, they kind of did it in the UK, and that's why we don't make any cars there anymore. It didn't yeah. work. No, they get too expensive, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, too too rubbish, maybe. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. But, um, Volkswagen EV crossover. Yeah, they've got I, some I, photos. I, the yeah, the ID six. Not great, is it? It's weird. The problem with the problem with it is everyone's waiting for the bus for the camp. I mean, the ridiculous name, but everyone's waiting for the camper van. Yeah, I mean, what's I mean? Anything, yeah, all right, whatever. Just get to the van, please. Well, I, I looked at this ID six, and you know the first thing I thought about, and and they so the, the, basically it's their it's their electric crossover, yeah, and it looks the, like a Hyundai. I I was thinking the Honda Pilot. Yeah, the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I saw a new one of the Honda Pilots and I went, what happened to the Honda Pilot? I don't know. I thought, well, yeah. no, what, what, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, but you know, the, the thing is, I'm looking at this ID6 right now and, and go online, folks, and you can just, you can look it up. Volkswagen ID period six, you'll see it. I'm looking at this, this profile shot and think about, again, go and think about the Lincolns. Yeah. And think about what they do, where they join the door to the front quarter panel, this Volkswagen has that same look. I'll tell you what they have done. I mean, they used a fantastic color there just oh. to show it off. What is that? <laughs> they run out of paint, so they've nail varnished it. It's a uh, desert rose. I can tell you that color because I wanted to get a color of that color. My wife said, absolutely not. What a shocking color to use. Desert to, rose. To, that's what that is. I mean, what is that? I don't know. I mean, I think I think the article that we've got here on Autoblog says it's unofficial. Yeah. But, um, it's pretty pretty it's, official you know, and, it, and it appeared on a Chinese website, a yeah. government website. But, but that um, but that bus thing, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I don't know. That's what people are waiting for. I mean, I it's not going to look like what that I is. I mean, there's no guarantee they're going to make it. But come on, you've got to make you've got to make a camper <laughs> Come on, 
I, I yeah, I, <laughs> they have to. You're right. They have to. It's, they've got to make one, and 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 you know as well as I know, they'll sell millions of them. Yeah, they'll yeah. sell absolutely oh, yeah. shed loads. Especially of them. if they can make it at a, a price point, people are all over that. I mean, I'm well, maybe that's what they're waiting for. Maybe. maybe they're waiting for the batteries to get better and cheaper. Maybe. I mean, you know, and, and I, I mean, I, you know, I come from Southern Ontario is where I grew up and I'm instantly thinking of Wasco Motors. That's what they sell, Volkswagens and campers. And now they've branched out and they've got a whole RV section. But of course, a big part of that is the Volkswagen products that have been converted and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, man, I want to see one of them. I don't know if I could afford it, but I'd love to see one. Well, I'll not, I'll not be able to afford one. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be buying one when the batteries died in it and putting an engine in it. That's what I'll be doing. No, you'll be pulling it as a trailer. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's, that is a good idea. There, there was um, a company, as you know, it, we got relatives in California. So any chance we get to head down to California, we'll do that. And I remember this one year my wife and I went, we probably hadn't been married very long. And we, we were going down to visit our aunt and uncle. And they live in Riverside. And the first thing we do, we'd say, pick us up at LAX. This is before I, I knew anything about In-N-Out Burger. So, so it's like, it's like in, in retrospect, I have years of missing out on In-N-Out Burgers. They pick us up at LAX. First thing they do, boom, they head down to the beach. And we were down at, you know, Redondo Beach or wherever we went to. And we're, we're right down on the beach, first thing we do. And so the, fast forward, we're, we're looking at going back. This is a couple of years ago. So we're looking at Airbnbs or whatever, which are in, in, unaffordable in California. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It went from being affordable to who knows what. Yeah. And there's this, there was this company that was renting out because there's campsites right on the beach, like these parking lots that are set up that are on the beach. And they're nothing special, but they do have washrooms and security as much as you can have for that. And they have literally RV camper wagons, but good old 1975 vintage that they've set up as, as Airbnbs. Sold. And I went, oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think you can even drive them, but why would you? Yeah. But I thought, oh, oh Amy's not listening to this. <laughs> She'll probably know. I think her aunt used to live right on Redondo Beach. Oh. In fact, no, she definitely did. Yeah. Because I'd never heard the word before until she said okay. it. So there's, I'm thinking right here for the, the camping is more like Huntington Beach, which is Surf City, USA. So that's where the surf comps held. So that's why we spend a lot of time in, in Huntington and then Newport's a little bit down. And anyway, it's, but I thought yeah, that'd be kind of cool to have the camper yeah, right yeah. on the beach. Awesome. For a while anyway. And that's actually a part of the beach in California where you can have fires. Now, also you have to be <laughs> off the beach. So they have fire pits, right? But I remember one year we were there and they, they had, uh, there's a curfew. There was a curfew on the beach, 10 o'clock. Police the you know the Baywatch guys they're all going down the beach sirens lights on Yasmin Bleak yeah probably <laughs> she was probably in one of the vehicles yeah we'll go there and they're going down the beach clearing the beach and saying no there's a curfew ten till whatever time in the morning six or something you got to get off the beach and I thought wow pretty awesome fair play yeah so then you got your camper so then you're okay yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah jump in the back yeah, yeah we're I just like it we're up in the camper so. they've got to do that I like they've got to do, I don't I hope they don't call it the ID buzz because that's horrific yeah but They've got to. It'll be cool. They've got to do it. Well, and they they they've just finished making those vans in Mexico, right? They that's only been a year or so. Yeah. I wonder if all the stock's gone because that would be just fun to get a hold of one of those anyway because they they still look old. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a whole bunch of issues with them. No crumple. The crumple zones aren't so good. No, no. I mean, you're not going to get fast enough to crumple them anyway. <laughs> Come on. Let's no, have it right. that's that's another side. Yeah, let's have it right. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cool looking you know, yeah it's awesome yeah and i i uh, please 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 
Please make the other. I mean, we all know the VW guys listen to our podcast. Of please, course. Please of course. Yeah. Bus. They're, they're absolutely listening. I mean, anyone who's anyone listens yeah. to us. Actually, don't make the electric bus. Make it hydrogen fuel cell. And oh, see, that's that. that's what they need to do. They need to jump right ahead right yeah. now. And, you know, it, and the, I've, I was talking with my students about news cycles. And it's funny because, you know, everything's taken up right now with COVID, right? And pandemic and viruses and vaccines. And the list goes on and yeah. on and on and on. So all the hydrogen fuel cell talk, that's like nowhere. No one's talking about it. But the guys are working on it. Yeah, yeah. But... That, that would be the thing, right? You just, you fast forward and say, you know what, we've been thinking about, it. and 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 Volkswagen is there. They're doing electric, but they're thinking hydrogen. Well, I'm thinking this, right? I'm thinking hydrogen fuel cell van. Oh. Collect the water. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. yeah Solar yeah. panel to heat it. Yeah. Warm shower at the back of the van. Yeah, there you go. No problem. Yeah. Right. Super Bowl advert next year. There we go. You know, like, <laughs> who could we have? To Matthew McConaughey. Taste. Now, The Rock... Or The Rock. The Rock could do that. Yeah. And then we've got to think of a female. Uh, Catherine Winnick there from Vikings. Not watched it yet, but DJ has, so I'll ask him. Yeah. So you've got The Rock and Catherine Winnick. <laughs> yeah. She's also in Big Sky. Show Showering Big Sky. at the yeah. back of an ID bus on Redondo Beach. There we from go. From water that it's made and heated with zero expense Yikes. to the environment. That, see, I'm thinking The Rock Sold. would be into that. Yeah. I'd buy one. Well, yeah. And then The Rock can have it as his presidential <laughs> car when he's president. Yeah. Yeah. When everyone then moves to America because the Rock's president. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I just want to see him trash talking in like the Senate or whatever it is. You know, actually, you know you know who would make a great president of the U.S.? Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And, and I... Definitely. I, see, so Dave Grohl and the Rock. Like, those guys got to be friends because they, they just remind me of each other. The Rock and Jocko Willink for me. Jocko right. Willink, the ex That guy is an amazing guy. Yeah. And I think... Uh, I'd, uh, I'd move tomorrow. There you go. If that was the case. And, and you know, it is what it is, but probably never going to happen. <laughs> I mean, as long as it doesn't end up being Mr. West after that, <laughs> probably stay there for a while. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. no, it's, it's all good. I mean, I'd, I think the, if somebody just just come out of nowhere with it, yeah, hydrogen fuel cell, oh, bang. That, that's it. I think it's going to work. Solar panel, heat the water that comes out the back. <laughs> Done. Filter it yeah. to drink. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's, you know? it's, it's it's the everyman vehicle. Everyone wants one. It's like your man cave on wheels. Well, Volkswagen that, that's goes back to doing what it's that's translated it. as. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Yeah. I, I think that'd be great. And also, I think they should do these things where, so you know how you can have the whole 50 cars, 50 EVs plugged in charging, and then, yeah. you know, they can actually replenish the grid if they're yeah. all fully charged and there's a high demand. You know, VW could get in there ahead of it and say, right, we're going to have our own hydrogen facility and we're going to produce the hydrogen and you can pay your cost of the VW or a percentage of it off by using our charges and replenishing. If you've got an excess amount of electricity, you can replenish our superchargers for our electric vehicles and we will credit you for that to use our hydrogen charger. You see. You know, there's gotta be there's gotta be ways around it. You've got a solar panel roof on the yeah. on the van. Stop fill up with hydrogen and plug in and replenish our yeah. replenish our E V charger and we'll we'll pay you ten cents a yeah. unit or whatever it I don't know what it is in the yeah. US. Hey, there's so many ways to, to do this stuff yeah. now. Like I mean just get them out there and, and 
and just start doing it. Hit people with them and just yeah. instead of like these boring Hondas that tried it, which <laughs> great because they did a great job. Yeah, but do it with a car that people care about. I saw a Honda the other day and I, I just shook my head and said, "What?" I can't remember what they called the Honda that was yeah. a hydrogen one. It was like the Pure or something, something, something mundane like. Just, just do it with a car that people care about. Yeah, you know, like do do. That's why that's why the electric vehicles caught on. Yeah, because you know the the. The Tesla Roadster or whatever it was, everyone was like, what? You can get 60 in two seconds. <laughs> I want one of those. Yeah. You don't have to have a stupid big mouth grill on the front of your car. I want one of those. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, wow, all of a sudden they're cool. Well, do it, do it for the hydrogen stuff. Yeah. Get it out there. I think it'd be great. Oh, yeah. yeah, there we go. You know what I'm thinking? It's time that we uh, we shutter everything up, put down the garage door, and say, you know what? Catch we're gonna... up on some missed calls. <laughs> you got to... Colin had about 100 on his phone, and it's all from the same person. Worrying. <laughs> yeah, worrying. <Why>? Wife. <laughs> Good luck, Colin. <laughs> I, I call his wife Negan So uh, from Walking Dead. The way he describes her, she probably has uh, the Lucille on her shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no Potaholics, it's the PowerWorks podcast. Glenn Power from PowerWorks Automotive joining us. We're going to be back very, very soon. Let us know what you think. Potaholics with a K at gmail.com. And of course, fire us away on the socials. Lots of lots and lots of back issues to keep you company. You can find us, Potaholics with a K. So long for now. <laughs>